Hello and welcome. My name is Anouska Lehei and you're listening to the sixth edition of the podcast, the podcast series by the Port of Rotterdam. Joining me today is Young Poor Talent of the Year 2022, Margriet Geluk. We discuss digitization, sustainability and future-proofing the supply chain. Glad to have you with us, Margriet. Welcome to the show. Before we will talk about sustainability mm-hmm. and the business, uh, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, what do you want to know? Well, well let's say um, your educational background and your age. Mm-hmm. Well, I just turned 25 last month um, and I have a logistics background. I studied logistics engineering and at this moment I just started my thesis um, next to my work and being a young port talent. um, I'm doing my master's degree uh, in business process management and IT. Okay. And and what um, what really strikes you about these topics? Well, you're you're part of a bigger, uh, bigger whole, um, bigger chain, and you can really make the difference in logistics and, of course, digitization. Yes, well, that's wonderful to hear. And and you also have been chosen um, as young poor talent of 2022. Um, yes, why why do you think you won this title? It was a different and a new topic, uh, so a new theme um, in the contest. And, and what it, was the theme? Well, getting more digi boys and digi girls in logistics in the port um, and challenge them to look at change at a different way so we can build up uh, on the supply chain of our future. And, and, and you are a, the perfect digi girl? I hope so. <laughs> yes. So what did, it, what did the jury t- t- tell you? Um, well, probably I won because of my enthusiasm. Um, yeah, and, and being here and telling about uh, more digi boys and digi girls, yeah. Yes, so the sector really needs more digi boys and digi girls. You already mm-hmm. um, expressed that in, 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 in your um, in your profiling, you could say. Yeah. Um, so, so what does this title for you mean on, on a personal level? Well, um, my network just exploded uh, and it's opening a lot of new doors. Uh, so, for example, I'm... Uh, next month, I'm going to film um, five or six uh, different portraits um, of people working in the port on a digital uh, job. Okay, yeah. you are going to film yourself? Uh, well, them and I will be the reporter, the red line through all the portraits. Yeah. Okay, that's really nice. Yes. So you are a real ambassador then mm-hmm. to, to yeah. actually attract um, a more uh, people also, more digi boys and digi girls for the yeah. sector. But does it make your daily life or your daily work also easier having this title? Um, well, getting into a room full of men, because probably I, mostly I'm, I'm the only woman. Um, with the title, they look at me like in a different way. They are like, okay, there's Margriet. What's she going to tell? Yeah. So that's really interesting to see. Yeah, that's also so funny that, that you need, in a way, you need a, a title like this to to express yourself more or to getting more yeah. serious. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and um, what is your personal mission? Well, to get the, the Digi Boys and Digi Girls in logistics, for example, uh, through the port and also challenge new um, and, and young people to look at change differently so we can um, build the supply chain of our future. Yes, because because do you do you as a digi girl or your generation, do you look differently towards mm-hmm. the problems or towards the chain? 
Yeah, I think so. Because we, um, from a starting point, think digital. Um, and the older generation just picks up the phone and is going to call. But we look at the data. What's the data telling us? And then we are going to take action. How do they look at you as a digi girl or digi generation, uh, the older generation? Yeah, so as a starting point, my generation is looking um, at, at there, there are not problems, um, there are opportunities. Um, and also they are looking at a digital way to problems. Um, we're not picking up the phone directly. We just check the data and then we're going to see what's happening. Yes, yes. So um, so you think more in terms of challenges, opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you also have ideas how you can promote your, your personal mission to well, attract more digi boys and girls? In a yeah, second? yeah. So as I just told, uh, the portraits, um, I'm going to film sitting here. Um, also speaking to a lot of students and, and um, universities um, and so forth. Yeah. Yes. So really showing uh, all your peers how it is to work in a sector and that it's really a nice, great place. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, wonderful. So let's also talk about, about your organization, the NPRC, mm-hmm. and about sustainability and uh, digitization and the future-proof supply chain, as I already mentioned. Um, well, let's start first with the NPRC, yeah. because what kind of organization uh, is NPRC? Well, we're a cooperation um, of and for barge owners, and we have over 145 members. And daily there are over like 200 vessels, barges sailing um, under our flag. And we are operating in the dry bulk segments. Uh, so, for example, um the the needs uh, the goods you need for for your beer from Heineken before exam uh, for example, um, and we are operating along the whole European inland waterway network. So for example, the the network is fifty two thousand kilometers long of canals, uh, rivers, and lakes connected to each other. Yeah, so cooperation. Mm-hmm. And, and um, now you uh, or the NPRC also adopted a new strategy yeah. uh, with a long term focus uh, in which sustainability also plays a major uh, role. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so what are the main drivers in, in your industry for a future proof and sustainable supply chain? Yeah, f- um, at first... Uh Partnership is really important because without the partnership, you cannot um, innovate and, for example, in our case, build a hydrogen barge. Um, And also, if I look at a digital perspective, uh, we need those partnerships to make uh, interesting products and services. Yes, and and so partnership is very important. Mm-hmm. Is that difficult to reach? Yeah, in the in the barge uh, sector, we have like contracts of one year, maybe two years. Um, so we need those partnerships, for example, for ten years or seven years to innovate. Yes, so partnership is a very important mm-hmm. key, um, and digitalization, of course, is is also a very uh, important part, and that's really your business, of yeah. course. Um, so um, you could say the logistic is a data-driven uh, sector, mm-hmm. but how can we use these data in favor of your members and and also in favor of the environment? Um, Well, for example, we just um, started a GPS pilot. So we placed uh, GPS um, devices on board of our members. Um, And in combination with an app, they can communicate with the K. 
And in doing so, they can um, give their estimation about when they will arrive. Um, and for example, they say, oh, I will be there at 6 a.m. And then the K can communicate back, um, I can handle you um, maybe at 10 a.m. And then they can just adjust their scaling schedule and they don't have to use um, as much fuel as, as needed. Yeah. yeah. So they don't have to speed up. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Does it really make a difference? Yeah, and also for our members, it gives them more freedom because the work-life balance is really important because all the members are family-owned businesses. So if they can bring their children on Sunday evening to boarding school, it's really important for them to do so. Yeah. Yes, so so that this is really in favor of the members, mm-hmm. but also in favor of the environment. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yes, and, and, um, and what makes it so um, interesting um, for you to, to work in this sector? Um, well, with those smart data, you can make smart solutions, um, but also being part of a bigger chain and really make impact and change because everything... Um, I, I make up with 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 our customers and the members. We can make it um, take it into action, and you can see the difference, like the next day or the year after. Yeah. Yes. And what do you expect for the future? In terms of? In terms of sustainability, in, in terms of uh, digitalization, in terms of transparency. Mm-hmm. It will get more and more important. Uh, for example, the transparency, I can give you a quick uh, example. Last year, uh, we implemented a stock control module for one of our customers in Germany. And by doing so, we give all the stakeholders in the chain um, visibility in the process so they don't look at their own interest anymore but they see the whole picture so it's easier to make changes in planning um, but also for example uh, for sustainability look at different options of fuel consumption maybe at biofuels for example yes and do you yeah. also believe that 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 we as consumers that we also get more transparency then in in that co2 footprint for example yeah we just launched uh GPS monitor um, and that's just for awareness of our members but in the future um, I think there will be like a CO2 label on products so you can see how much there there's consumed yeah yes so you can see as a consumer what the footprint is of mm-hmm. your product and yeah you, and you can choose then whether you want to buy it or not Definitely, yeah. I think that's a very, very nice thing for the future. Yes, because um, our uh, former, our previous guest was uh, Bart uh, Leenders. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, working at Nesta and he is actually producing renewable fuels uh, for all different kinds of, of transport um, modus. And his question for our next guest, um, and he, he, he didn't know it was you, mm-hmm. but the question was, what is his or her his or her view on how much emission we will uh, reduce in in five years? Well, I won't give you a number. No, you can't. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, for example, there is the Fit for Fifty Five um, statement. Um, but if I look at the MPRC, um, we're building the first hydrogen barge, um, and we're looking at building three or four more, um, and also looking at renewable fuels as well. So I think um, for us. Um, 
yeah, the, the CO2 emissions will drop um, extremely. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and do you also believe it's going fast enough? Can always be faster because we're talking about it now, but we need to take action. Yes. And do we take enough action now or? Um, well, speeding up the process um, would help. Yeah. Yes. And do you also have tips like, uh, I mean, you are the younger generation. Mm -hmm. Do you do you know how we can speed up? Ooh, um, yeah, just attract new new talents to help you uh, in the transition. That really will will help. Definitely, yeah, because yes. they will look at the problems, so the challenges, at a different way, um, and they will come up with with uh, new solutions. Yeah. Yes. So that that mind shift, new fresh energy is mm -hmm. also needed. Yeah. Um, so so we are actually going to a closure of this uh, this podcast, and we always ask our guests if they have a question for our our next mm -hmm. uh, guest. Uh, yeah. Without knowing, who <laughs> will be. but your question will be leading, I guess, for for finding the next guest. So so. What is what is on your mind? What is your question? Well, how is the next guest um, in their own company dealing with attracting and maintaining new talents? Yes. So you, you're saying attracting and maintaining. Mm -hmm. Why is maintaining so important? Well, when you get the new talents, how do you get them into your firm? Like why, why don't they um, move to another company? It's really important to know um, Yeah, what's driving the new talents? Yes, and how can you really, how can you keep them for your yeah. organization yeah. and for your missions? I think it's a very interesting question. So um, we are going to use that question mm -hmm. for our next yeah. guest. So thank you very much, um, Margriet, for joining us uh, today here at uh, at the podcast. Thank you so much. Uh, because we are going to close this sixth edition of the podcast. And if you have a comment, please leave your comment. And if you liked the podcast, tell your colleagues and friends about it of course. My name is Anouska Lehey and this series of podcasts is commissioned by the Port of Rotterdam. Technique by Bourgogne, production and edit by Louder Brand Activation. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next one.